0: Welcome back to Lost House Channel. My name is Anton Vyeltsin. I'm a criminal defense attorney in the Southern District of California here in San Diego. I'm very excited to share this case with you because the court was tasked with answering an important question, whether police officers request that an automobile passenger who is not suspected of committing any crimes to produce her driver's license, which directly led to a discovery of a weapon constituted an unlawful seizure under the 4th Amendment. Today we'll be discussing the People v. Spicer, which is a California Court of Appeals case. And here's some factual background. At 1.30 in the morning, officers noticed a vehicle that was swerving between the 2nd and 3rd lane. They also noticed that the vehicle license plate light was out, which was a violation of the California Vehicular Code. They pulled over the vehicle, they approached the driver, and noticed that a strong odor of alcohol was coming from the car. Suspecting that the driver was under the influence, they instructed him to get out, and they began to perform fuel sobriety tests. As one of the officers conducted the fuel sobriety test, another officer approached the passenger. He asked the passenger to produce an identification card or a driver's license. As the passenger began looking for the driver's license in her purse, after a few seconds, the officer noticed a butt of a handgun in the purse. So he instructed the passenger to stop looking in the purse, instead get out of the vehicle. The officer then discovered a 38 caliber handgun in the passenger's purse. Mrs. Spicer was charged with possessing a concealed firearm, which was unlawful. She did not have permission to do so and having a loaded firearm in public. Now, later, during the suppression hearing, we've learned from the officer that the reason that he instructed the passenger to produce the identification card was to determine whether she would be able to drive the vehicle away from the scene if they arrested the driver for driving under the influence. And he also wanted to determine if she was also under the influence. But he never told the passenger that that was his intentions. So here's the question. Was this an illegal seizure under the Fourth Amendment? Remember, the Fourth Amendment says that officers need to have a warrant in order to search or seize you. Of course, there are exceptions to the rule. And here, the court goes through three different ways that you could be seized. Of course, the first type is a consensual encounter with the police where the officer comes up to you or you come up to the officer and you have a friendly conversation. The second type of encounter they can have is detention and then it can lead to a formal arrest. In this situation, the question is whether the passenger was in fact detained under the Fourth Amendment and under our case law in the United States, an individual is detained if they feel that they're not free to leave. Now, this is an objective standard. It doesn't matter what you or the passenger herself felt. What would a reasonable person in the position of this passenger feel? Now, the court gives us a number of examples. One, they say that there's another case where the court found that merely approaching the defendant in the airport loading zone did not constitute a detention. The rationale for not treating such encounter seizures is that the individual is free to disregard the officer's questions and walk away. The court proceeds by telling us that while this may be the greatest legal fiction of the late 20th century, we're bound to give it due regard. Well, the court acknowledges that people often enough feel intimidated by the police to walk away. Yet the Supreme Court and lower courts have repeatedly said that the standard is whether an individual would be free to leave. I don't know how often you feel like you can tell the officer that you no longer want to talk and you want to walk away. But needless to say, that's our case law. And that's what the Supreme court believes that individuals sometimes tell police that they're no longer interested in speaking to them. That's not detention. But in this case, the court says that this was in fact detention, because unlike the case at the airport, the passenger here was confined to her space inside the vehicle. She wouldn't be able to open the door and walk away from the car. She didn't have anywhere to go. She, her movement was restricted. And as the court also suggests, that means the individual would not be able to choose freely what to do because they're somewhat intimidated by the police. Of course, we also know from the testimony of the passenger, is that she felt that she didn't have a choice. When the officer asked her to produce the identification card, she immediately began looking for it in her purse. She didn't feel like she had a choice because the way the officer asked her to produce this card. The court goes to great length explaining to us the differences between being polite, when the officer says something like, may I see your driver's license? versus when the officer instructs you to do so. Meaning, when he simply tells you, give me the driver's license. I would like to see your identification card. There's a difference in tone. There's a difference in how the officer asked for this driver's license or identification card. At the end of the day, the court says that this was, in fact, detention. And under the Supreme Court cases, under our constitution in the United States. The officer did not have a legal reason to detain this individual, this passenger. So the court says this was in fact an illegal seizure. Now, the court also moves on to the second issue. The detention of Miss Spicer was not justified by legitimate requirements of law enforcement. The prosecutor in the case argues that how else would the police officer determine whether Miss Spicer would be able to drive the vehicle away from the scene if the driver of the vehicle was in fact arrested for driving under the influence. Now the court says that that would be a legitimate reason to detain and speak to Miss Spicer but in this case that question that reasoning did not ripen yet at the point when the officer walked up to the passenger to ask her for identification card they're yet determined whether they would actually arrest the driver the field sobriety tests were not concluded yet so we don't even know whether the driver would have been arrested for these reasons the court says that the the seizure of Ms. Spicer was in fact unjustified and illegal under the Fourth Amendment, meaning that all the fruits that follow have to be suppressed under the fruits of the Poisonous Tree Doctrine, meaning that that firearm has to be suppressed at trial. If you enjoyed this video, if you learned a little bit more about detention and different ways that the encounters with the police can happen, Please click like, subscribe, hit that bell notification button so next time I post, you'll be first to know.